0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 312. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 312.
1: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. (laughs) Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Baby doll. Hello.
0: Hello, my baby. Hello, Hello, my my darling. darling. (laughs) Wow, I didn't right realize it.
1: time gal. I didn't
0: realize it was going to be a show tunes day
1: <laughs> Do you see my jazz hands? I can see I, them. Can that audience see my jazz hands? How
0: can I not? They're giant.
1: Giant jazz hands?
0: Giant jazz hands. <laughs> oh my gosh. That reminds me, yesterday I was Sometimes if I'm if I'm ever feeling kind of down, I'll just look up YouTube videos of Jimmy Fallon's show. Yes. And he was doing all these books that you should, like, he has a segment called, like, don't buy these books. And (laughs) he has a a book that was by John Travolta back in the day. And he's, it's supposed to be a workout book, but it's basically all these different jazz hand poses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy this book.
0: It totally reminded me of that. So That's anyway, funny. this is actually a show about personal development, everybody. Oh, it is? It is. Oh, wow. Uh, know. We we just like to fuck around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking about time management today. And even though that doesn't seem like it is a direct parallel, to personal development, it's definitely an indirect one because a lot of times when I work with clients or students and we look at the things that are cluttering up their schedule or their time or their to-do list, a lot of times it's obligations or not being able to say no or making everybody else happy. So there definitely is a through line. So I'm going to give you about seven different things that you can do that will make your time management so much easier and i do have to say from somebody who has struggled in this area i have found certain things that have worked really well for me so i'm i'm excited to kind of impart that today and i'm i'm wondering if you're going to be like oh really you got to grow up on time management
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm actually intrigued
0: cuz we we're so opposite uh but we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more uh when we jump into the content okay. but I think I'm going to shove the mic over to you for a minute.
1: Shove it over here, baby. Yeah. All right. Because we have a segment we like to call... Would you rather... And in that segment, we actually (laughs) do... What's called a "Would You Rather"?
0: Well, I'm so glad.
1: Is that's the name of the segment? You're so taking I figured, so
0: much ownership over this segment. Today. I figured
1: if you're going to call it the "Would You Rather," you should probably do a "Would You Rather." Oh, uh, so wow! What's today's happening? "Would You Rather" is: Would you rather speak five languages,
0: Ooh.
1: or receive a hundred thousand dollars tax-free?
0: Oh, wow! Uh, I oh okay so my first thought was like uh take the money and run yeah and then my second thought was if i spoke five languages i could make a shit ton of money that's
1: my thought right there,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah can you see can you catch what I'm throwing?
0: that was a really gross head roll oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i hope you can visualize this but How would you
1: describe that head roll like
0: gross is pe- how i describe it
1: people that can't see it ew yeah.
0: it, it's like a body roll but only with your neck
1: yeah <laughs> neck and head neck and head body roll <laughs> it's a head neck roll I don't know if that makes sense. it's
0: like literally just your neck is up in the club that's yeah, it <laughs> just
1: the neck and the lip bite
0: okay okay focus Sorry, moving forward. we need moving to focus yes. so i think if if it was more like a million dollars Okay, that would be that's a game changer. That would change for me, but hundred thousand is
1: a game changer. Like, think about that. That's a year's pay. Well, I mean, for a lot of people,
0: yeah. I gosh, that's two years'
1: pay for some people. That's probably three years' pay for some people.
0: That's true, but that's free too. But you can speak five languages for the rest of your life. Yeah and you you know it's not just you know two year thing yeah, yeah. that you would benefit from the money i i think i would go with the five languages just because i think you could do some really incredible work and just you know bridge gaps bring people together
1: <laughs> that voice <laughs> um, i i would have said the same thing but since you said that uh oh i'm him- going to play devil's advocate and go on the other side Okay. I'm going to say, if I put that $100,000 into investments.
0: I like where your head's at. Uh,
1: I could probably retire early. And then I'd have time to study five languages. <laughs> so, I don't know if that worked out as well as I had hoped it would. No,
0: but, but it, it's. I like where your head's at. I like where your head and your neck are.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not rolling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like them to stay in the pocket, please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, this is a good one. This is, I'm going to be really curious to hear what everybody has to say. And we discuss Would You Rather every single Monday over in my after hours community. If you don't hang out with us over there, what are you waiting for? It is such an amazing group of people. And I run a very tight ship, so there's no pandering and. And selling and soliciting, and all of that nonsense that you get when people are like, Yeah, but come over and look at my business and buy my body wraps. And it's the
1: tightest ship in the personal development business. <laughs> oh, one other thing with the would you rather? Oh, um, you could pick the five languages. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're allowed, you're allowed to pick. I just know somebody's gonna say, Do I get to pick the languages? So I wanted to put it out there,
0: or they're gonna go, What about sign language? Of yeah. course, yes, that's a total that's,
1: that's why they call it sign language
0: that's right yeah. that's right so the reason why mr smith brought that up is every time we talk about the would you rathers on monday inevitably there's somebody who tries a loophole and yeah or
1: they'll the or All they'll the say something out there like are.
0: oh i can't choose and you're like that's not how it works <laughs> then don't comment <laughs> that's right and and no, if, I'm, it, I'm nice. if I'm that's nice. not enticing enough, you will actually get to see Mister Smith's real first name.
1: Oh, that's enticing! <laughs> enticing because it's an exotic
0: name. It's super exotic.
1: It's you would never expect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! So. In addition to that, every single Thursday, I go live and sound off on questions that have come up from from the group that particular week, so you can get uh, laser advice and coaching and tools and tips, and we do Warm Fuzzy Wednesdays, yes. and it's just a really awesome, supportive, beautiful corner of the internet.
1: There's always something happening in after hours. <laughs>
0: I was like, what, where is he going with this? I was like, oh, he wants to do the after hours jingle that we've never made into a jingle because you just like to say it.
1: I just like to say it. I don't need a jingle.
0: All right. So let me, fuck, just be quiet for a second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> jingle uh, me this, jingle me that.
0: <laughs> okay. The, all you have to do, now uh, you made me lose it. I'm all fumbly. I'm a fumble butt right now. Yes. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That will redirect you right over to the After Hours Club, and you can come get more of this hot action that you're hearing today. Yeah. Jingle me this, jingle me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about time management, since we have not managed our we time. We have not
1: managed our time well. No.
0: <laughs> you need to curb interruptions. That's is right. what you need to do. That's,
1: that's number one.
0: All right. No. Actually, number one is going to be an acronym. Pod, P O D. I thought that was kind of fitting for us for a podcast? being on yeah, the podcast, right? P O D, postpone, delegate, omit. So these are going to be seven different uh, concepts, ideas, things that you can institute into your life in order to create a more smooth, systematic flow so that you're not always in this constant emergency mode. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a second. So none of these are necessarily in a specific order. They are just sort of a multitude of ideas. So POD... Postpone delegate omit. This is where you look at what is on your calendar for that week, let's say, or maybe you're in a specific month. If you are, let's say, an accountant and the couple of months leading up to tax day are extremely intense for you. Or taxing. <laughs>
1: uh, you I, I, I do. I see what you did there. You see what mm-hmm, I did. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And though you know that those particular months are extremely challenging for you, so you might need to postpone events or things that you would want to do during that time period just because it is not going to be conducive to your incredible overwhelm. It's kind of getting ahead of the overwhelm, so to speak. Delegate. This is one of the biggest issues for those of you out there who identify as Recovering people pleasers, recovering perfectionists, recovering control freaks. Mm. Delegation is one of the hardest things, and myself very much included, because you operate under this belief of, well, I can do it better. To this day, I still do my own manicure and pedicure because I really feel like I do it better than the salon. (laughs) And that's one instance where, okay, no big deal. That doesn't put this major... Impediment on my life. However, it did for many years when I didn't hire my team. Oh, yeah. And I didn't delegate. I was like, oh, no one's going to take care of my business the way I take care of my business. No one's going to do my books the way I do my books. Nobody is going to take care of my website. And now, now that I have so many amazing team members, I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have done this earlier. Yeah. So, delegate delegate delegate. This is also huge for those of you out there who have people offering to help. A lot of times we have this hero complex where we think, "Oh, well, if I have to ask a subordinate or if I actually have to take some time to train a subordinate at work or if I actually have to take some time to teach my child how to do the laundry, fuck, forget it, forget it. I'll just do it myself." If you can take that little bit of time to delegate and disseminate to various parties in your life, especially if they're offering, especially if they're saying, is there anything I can do to make your life a little easier? Can I take anything off your plate? Say yes. For God's sake, don't be a fucking martyr. You are not winning. You are not winning any rewards or prizes by being super busy and overwhelmed and causing yourself a nervous breakdown. All right? delegate. And then finally, omit. This is a really interesting one because I find that sometimes when we are in the throes of, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got it. And we're really in sort of that emergency mode, autopilot, boom, 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 boom. We don't stand back and look at the grand scheme of how much does this really matter? Like, do I really need to do this? And I'm I, I can't remember if I've shared this on the pod before, but I had a situation where I was running around getting a bunch of stuff done in the house. I was, I think I was taking care of the rabbits at the time. We used to have rabbits when we lived in California, the buns, we would call them. And there was a <laughs> trash can in the garage. And so I go to dump out the trash can and I see that there's like a spill or it's like really messy in the bottom of the trash can. And my immediate thought was, oh, and now I've got to clean out the trash can. I've got to spray it out and one more thing and overwhelm, overwhelm, overwhelm. And I stopped and I said, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just look at this from, <laughs> from a meta view instead of a micro view. Let's look at this a little bit more uh, broadly. If I were to never, ever wash that trash can, would anything ever happen?
1: It might grow some bacteria. It
0: might smell a little bit. Right. At the very least, that could be postponed. Like yes. that certainly does not need to be handled right then. But when I really thought about it, I was like, no, we could just omit that. Chances are we'll just toss it when we're moving. And it's not something that I need to work myself up about. So
1: I still pot. have that trash can, by the way. What? I still have that trash can.
0: The one with the tape and everything on it? Oh,
1: no, that one. Yeah, no, we threw that
0: one out. Oh, okay. I'm like, because it definitely has mold now.
1: <laughs>
0: but it was in the garage. It was in, you know, it was just not, it, it wasn't necessary. And I find that if you have those perfectionist tendencies or those control tendencies, we get really worked up over shit that does not matter. One of the other tools that I'll use for myself is just the question of, in the grand scheme of Amy Smith's life, how much does this matter? mm. In the grand scheme of Amy Smith's life, how much does this matter? And it, it allows me to t- take a step back from that micro view and look at it from a big picture and go, uh, not that much, actually. And then I can decide, can I postpone this? Can I even put laundry off for one week? Can I put folding the laundry off for one week? Can I delegate this to one? You can always
1: one- put laundry off.
0: You can almost always. <laughs> I, can, I can because I have so many clothes. But... And they're tiny, so they take up—they don't take up a bunch of space. This is true. When I when Might I take up some space, used please. to fold Mister Smith's clothes, I'd be like, "This is like folding nonstop comforters, <laughs> <laughs> just like comforter after comforter." And then you'd be like, "This is like doll clothes. These totally. are so tiny."
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> we have a little bit of a size difference between us. All right. So number one, pod, postpone, delegate, omit. Number two, if you are running in emergency mode currently where you you don't get much sleep and you wake up and it's boom, 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 and you've got to take care of this and blah, 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 blah. Then you need to carve out time in your calendar specifically to get organized, mm-hmm. specifically to look at systems, specifically to calendar things, to put out to-do lists, to look at when things are due, when you need to get ahead of that. You need a block of time specifically for planning, specifically for organizing. And a lot, as simple as that sounds, most of us don't do that. Yeah. We think about carving out time for tasks, for specific things, but we don't think about carving out time for carving out time. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. For actual planning. And this can be a game changer for you. It's, It's really the equivalent of like what you and I do with our food. So Mr. Smith and I both do that really an irritating thing of meal prep. Like when you see people with like 14 containers of the same food and you're like angry at them because they have their shit together. That's us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. (laughs) And, uh, so don't, don't meal prep shame me. I'm all, right. all mad all of a sudden. How dare They're you? N- nobody's saying anything. It's just you and me. <laughs> but I'm preemptively. De- Somebody did. I'm preemptively. Somebody
1: out there was like, oh, you rotten bastard.
0: You are those people. That's right. But let me tell you, that happens very easily with planning. Both of us have, we we do it differently because he makes his food. I make my food. He has different days off than I do. And I look at, oh, okay, I need to make this many meals until my next day off or my next time that's open, and I prep it. And the same can happen for your life, for any excuse me, anything else that you need to get on your calendar or need to get ahead of. So if there are things that are feeling like they're mounting, feeling like they are just overloading you, carve out a block of time to get Organized. All right. You will feel so much better. I promise. Number three, calendar everything. Everything that takes time gets a time. Now, where I would really slip up with this is I would have my calendared appointments, my classes, my students, anything like that that I had. And then my to do list is separate. And so my to do list. I would just kind of go, I need to get those things done. But then if I looked at my block of my day, they weren't plugged into any type of time slot. So there might be things that take me two hours to do mm-hmm. that I get to the end of my day and I'm like, what the, f- oh my gosh, how did I, Ugh. Yeah. if it's, if it is something that takes time, it must get a time. On your calendar, so like think of it as taking that to do list and transferring it over to the calendar. Yeah, so, giving
1: it a time block, and you so, can
0: always be flexible with it. Sure, you always talk about that—that that you, even though you didn't have like a workout class or a trainer or anything like that, you blocked out your workout like it was an appointment. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, I, I found that it was more likely that I would do it. And not find something else to do. Right. If I had it on my calendar. It's like, oh, that's that time. Time to, you know.
0: Yep. It's on the schedule. That's treat, right. treat
1: it like a client.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, everything that takes time gets a time. Okay. So, we've got, number one, postpone, delegate, omit. Number two.
1: I really want you to say postpone, omit, delegate. Because it's pod, right?
0: Oh, shit. I wrote it wrong. Good thing it's, I'm a recovering. It's
1: that perfectionism in me. Coming it's, it's through.
0: Good thing I'm letting go of that. Yeah. I think because I've always said postpone, delegate, admit in the past. But yeah, I'm sorry. Postpone, omit, delegate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That There's a bunch of people going like, God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Have you ever done that when someone can't think of a word or something on a podcast and you're like, oh my God, it's this, it's this, it's this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Totally. All
0: right. (laughs) Sorry about that. But I was just trying to teach you a lesson in letting go.
1: (laughs) Yes. I just learned it.
0: All right. Number two, carve out time in your schedule to get organized. Number three, everything that takes time gets a time. Number four, double the time you think it's going to take you. This is where you and I are starkly different.
1: Yeah, very true. Very true. And I... <laughs> Neither of them are actually...
0: Yours is substantially better. Eh,
1: maybe. But yours but... comes
0: with a little angst.
1: Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, continue. We'll, we'll get to it.
0: Well, that. why don't you talk about how you are?
1: I always schedule things and I think I've got this full day and I'm like, oh, that's going to take me this long. This is going to take me that long. And oh my God, my day is so full. And then I actually get down to doing it, and it takes me half the time that I think it's going to take me.
0: Yeah, you overestimate.
1: And then I have all this anxiousness about getting everything done, because I feel like I have so much to do that I get it done early, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I, like, I, what was all that angst about? Yeah. Right?
0: And then you, you'll you be, like, chilling by, like, 3 o'clock. Right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And it'll, it'll be, like, 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I'm still not done. And I gotta, yeah,
1: yeah, you're the opposite. <laughs> you 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 take twice the time that you think it's going to take
0: that's right so you're an overestimator of time i'm an underestimator of time that's a good way to put it yeah so it typically if you're like mr smith you're good you just need to curb your angst a little bit yeah. and just go Chill out. you always work it out right. so mr. And smith- one of the things
1: i always say is i'm busy but i'm not in a hurry i'm busy but i'm not in a hurry Like, I just continue to say that to myself so that I'm not in a rush to do things. Yeah. Because that's the angst that comes with it, you know.
0: I notice it too sometimes when we drive. And I'm like, we're really not in a hurry. But there's this, like, we've got to get there sort of thing. And so mine is the flip side. Yours is the payoff happens later. My payoff happens (laughs) at the beginning where (laughs) I, I... Your
1: interest is front loaded?
0: I just, I have the perspective of, oh, that's not, that's not much. That won't take me very long. And so I'm chilling, I'm dicking around on my phone. <laughs> and I sorely and grossly underestimate how long things take me. Now, this can also be really advantageous in a work environment where somebody says something like, "Can you uh, can you have this on my desk by Friday?" If if that's if that's 2 days away, say, mm, "How about Tuesday. Like pad the time frame. So instead of having that gut response to make that person happy or to come through for them, say something like, you know, I do not want to be tardy with that and I want to make sure that I do a really amazing job. I have so many things on my plate. I would really appreciate a deadline of Tuesday. Would that work for you? So you can, you know, push things out. Cuz here's here's what you have to recognize if you happen to be more like me. You don't like the idea That shit takes you a long time. Yeah. I still do this with getting ready. I don't like the idea that it takes me that goddamn long (laughs) to get ready. So I try to force it into a smaller time period. Mm. I like the idea of getting through a specific task in a short amount of time. The reality is I am slow as fuck. I think I've mentioned this before. At any event I go to, I am the last one out, like grabbing my stuff. If I go to kickboxing, I am the last one out of the studio. Like I just take longer in every single thing I do. My best friend's always like, you ready? Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, too fast. (laughs) Slow down. (laughs) And you know, Mr. Smith, when we walk, I mean, this is just because you're giant. But I'm like, can we walk slower? (laughs)
1: you have a a fairly fast pace yes
0: so i have learned to kind of honor that in myself a little bit like hey your pace is a little slower that means you have to double the time it takes you for anything that you think is going to be 30 minutes it's going to be an hour anytime you think it's an hour it's going to be two all right so double that time and then also double the time with your request to other people, like I mentioned, if your boss has something they want you to do, if your partner has something they want you to do, double the time. Because what happens many, many times is one of two things. Either you come up short and you're you're so overextended you aren't actually able to follow through on your commitments, mm-hmm. or you are so stressed out at the 11th hour because you are pushing and pushing and pushing, and this happens to me almost always when we go on vacation, where I'm like, oh, all I have to do is pack. Well, packing takes me three fucking hours. <laughs> so it'll be like nine o'clock and I'm like, oh, I need to pack. And so I have to, I've been really working on that, actually.
1: You have, actually. I'm, and you're a lot um, lighter in your packing.
0: Right. Yeah. I've become an, I've become less high maintenance. I would say I'm more like a medium maintenance.
1: Medium these maintenance? <laughs> these days. Medium maintenance hippie these days? Yes, that's okay. right.
0: <laughs> all right. So double your time. Number five. This is going to be another huge one out there for those of you who are in that perfectionist controlling camp and people-pleasing for sure. Institute a moratorium on volunteering or overcommitting. This is also known as start saying no. So I'm going to also link to some pods on saying no because this is one of those tough areas that really, truly, when we look at the genesis of this It usually is coming from a place of lack of self-worth. It Hmm. is – and I know that sounds really dramatic to say, but most of the time what we are doing is we are saying over and over again through our obligations, through putting everybody else first, we are saying your wants, opinions, and needs are more important than my wants, opinions, and needs. And what that says is you matter more. You are more worthy. You are more enough. I am not enough. I am not worthy. I am not as valuable and i mean that's truly truly the work that i do right so everything that i'm giving you here today we can we can handle all of the to-dos and the tasks and here's the steps, here's what you go do. What I can't do for you over the podcast is say, believe that you are valuable enough that you care how you spend your time, Mm -hmm. that you're not putting it in everybody else's hands, that you're not making everybody else more important than you. And if that is something that you really want to shift and you have not checked out my free workshop that I have going on. You have a free I, workshop going on? I do. Oh. I highly, highly suggest that you go check it out. And you will find that it is very much targeted to people who identify as as people pleasers, perfectionists, are harrowed with self-doubt. And I talk a lot in that workshop about like the five major principles that you need in order to make some of these shifts. Because there's a lot of things out there that are task-oriented, right? Like, here's ways to love your body. Here's ways to get a hold of your finances. Here's ways to love yourself. The problem happens is when there's that disconnect internally in our subconscious belief system where we don't actually think we are worth having a you know a really fit, healthy body. We don't think we're worth having... Uh, abundance of money. We don't think we're worth having the love that we're trying to find. So when I say self-worth is everything, it is everything. And it has to, it's the cart coming before the horse. Like you have to start with self-worth. You can't start with just the tasks. Mm -hmm. It just becomes kind of a band-aid. Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested in finding out more about what I do and uh, how you can create some serious permanent change, go to com slash workshop and you'll see an opportunity to view, view that class, which have the pen and paper. You're going to want to take tons and tons of notes. All right. So back to nice. number five. What? Noise. Noise. So back to number five. Institute a moratorium on volunteering or overcommitting. Starting to say no. Now this comes up in two different ways sometimes. I would say a majority of it is going to be obligations. It's going to be that guilt trip. It's going to feel like you have to stay late at work. It's going to feel like you have to volunteer for your kid's class. You're, you, just, you have to do this thing for the neighbor. And it all comes down to you don't have to. You're choosing to. And that's, again, that, that narrative of, I can't let that person down. I, you know, I have to come through for them. They matter more. That's what's happening. All right? Now, there's another way that that shows up, and it's things that you actually do want to do, hmm. where you have cluttered your schedule with so much awesomeness that you've become <laughs> overwhelmed. This happened to me when I was uh, doing a lot of community theater. Where my thing that I was cluttering my schedule with took 20 hours a week. So even though I loved it so much, it was creating this huge push-pull with my Mm -hmm, business, mm -hmm. and I was exhausted. And so I would work, and then I would go to rehearsal, and I mean, it was just – it was really, really taxing. So sometimes it's about taking a step back in order to manage your time. So what I had decided was to take a break from theater until I got my business to a place where it could run on autopilot a little bit better. And now that I'm kind of in that place, I'm toying with the idea of of getting back into it. And I'm we've been talking about I need to get out more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: You need to get out
0: more. I'm enjoy junkie studios like all the time. Like that's yeah. I need Those to... let Junkie
1: Studios, of course.
0: I mean, who wouldn't want to hang who out? Who wouldn't want
1: to be in Joy Junkie Studios? Right, honestly. I know. All
0: right. So if you tend to overcommit, even if it's like to your friend's birthday parties or events that you really do want to go to, but you know that's your only downtime that week and you are choosing to work as opposed to play, you, you have to really do... Kind of a hierarchy of what matters most to me right now. What is the healthiest choice for me in this moment? But do everything in your power that you can to not overcommit. You absolutely have to stop volunteering. If nobody is even asking you, you can't, and it's all quiet in the office, like, who wants to take this? And it's all quiet. And then you go, I'll do it. No, stop doing that. Murder. Stop doing that. Murder. Well, a lot of times we're just so fucking awkward about silence and nobody coming forward. It's your boss's job to delegate. Don't volunteer, especially if you're the one who always volunteers. All right? No overcommitting. Start saying No. All right, so we've got number one, pod, postpone, omit, delegate. Uh, number two, if you're in emergency mode right now, get some time on your schedule to get organized. Number three, everything goes on your calendar. Number four, double that time. Number five, stop volunteering and overcommitting. Number six, triage your to do list. This is one of my favorite, favorite tools. And this can happen. This can be really, really helpful when you're in this mindset of everything is so important. I have to get all these things done. And most of the time, you only have to get a few of those things done. Sure. Yeah. So here's what you do you're going to take out a piece of paper and you're going to divide it into three columns. The first column, you're going to write your ideal to dos. This is in a perfect world all of the things you would love to get done and put some sort of time restraint on it. Is it for this week? Is it something you're going to do daily? What is it, hmm. right? Is it okay. for the month of August? You know, what What does it look like for you? Decide on the time restraint. These are the ideal to get done this week, okay? Then into the, the next column, we're going to do nice to get done. These would be really nice it's not my flawless idea, but it's, I would really like to get these things done. So you take from the ideal list and you take the one the ones that are mm, still, they're still pretty important. I can't let go of them completely. And you move them over into the nice to do. And then in the final one, you take only the things that you absolutely have to get done. Okay. All right. So you have sort of this. Here's my ideal situation. I would love to get all these things done. These would be really nice to get done. So I'll, I'll let go of a couple of things that I could postpone or delete or omit or delegate. And then over here in the have to get done, these are imperative. These are, I won't get paid. These are, I need to shower. These are the <laughs> the the real have to get done items. All right? And it's,
1: then... You know, shower is debatable.
0: It is debatable. Yeah. And you work the to-do list backwards then. You start with your have-to-dos. You go, okay, I have to accomplish all of these. And you start there. And then you know that if you move into your nice to-do or your ideal to-do, you're like, oh, cool. I got some bonus items done that weren't imperative, that weren't mandatory. Yeah. Now, if you start with everything that's mandatory – you need to see number five, which is start saying no. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> if you have that much on your plate, something has got to give. And if you don't, It is highly likely, Mr. Smith sees it all the time, I see it all the time, that it will adversely affect your health. It manifests in disease. It manifests in ailments. It manifests in anxiety and depression disorders. It manifests in addictions. If you do not have a way to decompress and get out of that fight or flight, you will harm yourself, okay? We cannot sustain that over long periods of time without harming ourselves, Yeah. all right? Okay, so number six, triage your to-do list. Number seven, this is a sort of a mindset thing that I do also in sort of the throes of overwhelm is I make myself stop and tally everything I have accomplished.
1: That's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: I just was doing this yesterday because I was going, oh, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. And I said, stop, stop, stop. What have you done today? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I got all my meals made. Going back to that <laughs> meal prep, I was like, I got all my breakfast made. Oh my gosh, yeah! And I got this done. I got that done. I get this done. Hey, not bad, Smitty. You know, and just kind of gave myself a little pep talk. But we don't oftentimes look at that as a ratio because we might have had gotten like seven things done, but there's two things looming, and we're just focusing on those two things yeah. instead of going, "Damn, you've been pretty productive." right? True. So usually your gateway to this is going to be when you notice yourself saying in your head, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, I haven't gotten to this. That's usually the entry point. So that's when you stop. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa, wait. And then you go, wait a minute. What have I done? And sometimes I do this on a grand scale scale too. Like if I go, "Oh, I haven't gotten my book published yet. I haven't done this." And then I stop and I go, "Wait a minute." you this year you bought a house you've doubled your income mm-hmm. you are uh, getting a new hypnotherapy certification you are you know and i, I love sp- it i'll stop and go wait a minute look at all these things that you're doing and you've done that's incredible so you can do that on you know a, a smaller scale or a bigger scale yeah that's great all right so let's do a quick little recap Joy Junkie's Guide to Time Management. First one, number one, pod, postpone, omit, delegate. Number two, if you are running on emergency mode, carve out time in your schedule to get organized. Number three, calendar everything. Everything that takes time gets a time. Number four, double the time you think it's going to take you if you tend to be a Ms. Smith versus a Mr. Smith. Number five, institute a moratorium on volunteering. Over committing and start saying no more often, even if it's things that you really want to do. Start looking at what is the most important thing. Number six, triage your to-do list. Take pen to paper, three columns, ideal to do, nice to do, and have to do. Have to do are the ones that are mandatory and then work your way towards the other side if you have extra time. Number seven, make yourself stop and tally everything you have accomplished. I like it. Anything else you want to throw into the mix, Mr. Smith? No.
1: No. No, no, I don't.
0: <laughs> no, you don't.
1: Alvin, do you have anything to add? Nah. No, I don't. Nothing at all. No. No, I don't.
0: No, you don't. <laughs> all right. Well If you are interested, again, in digging a little bit deeper, I highly encourage you to check out that workshop, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop, and you will see that it'll show you the next available showing. And it just gives you a, a much clearer understanding of maybe why some of these ideas don't stick for you. The fancy term for this is cognitive dissonance. It's when rationally you know what you need to do, but there is a deeper belief that is thwarting your your progression. Mm. So, and spoiler alert, a lot of times that belief is that you're just not good enough. And so it makes it... you're smalling yourself. That's, right. that's it, right. It makes it... You've been smalling it up a lot lately. <laughs> I think you... Did you do that on last pod?
1: No, the person that we were talking about
0: had it in there. Oh, it was in the it was in the submission. Submission, yeah. That's right. And that reminds me too. We haven't been getting a ton of submissions. We would love, 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 love for you to send us your show topics. It could be yeah. because we have three hundred and twelve fucking episodes and we've kind of covered, covered everything. It.
1: Yeah. I you am working
0: on something oh, thanks, babe. Oh, you knew this. Oh, thank you. You're sweet. I am working on stuff around gaslighting, narcissism, and sociopathy. So that will be coming. I just need to have a lot more research under my belt before I start sounding off on that. So that is something that I know you all are interested in. But if there is anything else that you really, really want us to cover, you can submit that and write it into the show. It's on every single show notes page. So you can go to this episode, thejoyjunkie.com slash 312, and you will see it there. Or you can just very easily go to thejoyjunkie.com slash idea. All one word. And then you can just say, hey, what do you think about this? And give me a little bit of background. Not a long-ass book. But a little bit of background is, is helpful.
1: Okay. Cool. I'll do that.
0: So you've got lots <laughs> of shit to handle. Hopefully you've got the time. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. And hopefully we will see you in the After Hours community. So we will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Miss Smith, out.